Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio, where we are changing the way parents talk to their kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe in our rapidly changing world. You are your kid's best source of information and primary example. In these thought-provoking conversations, Robin and her guests seek to improve your relationship skills, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Now, here's your host, Robin LaCrosse. Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. I'm your host, Robin LaCrosse, and today we are kicking off a series celebrating menstruation. Over the course of the next few weeks, we'll be talking about how to talk to your daughter about menstruation, ways to celebrate her first period, natural solutions for menstrual discomfort, how to live in harmony with your cycle, alternative ways of catching the flow, and lots more. I'd also like to thank Good Vibrations for helping me get menstrual cups to give away to our listeners. I'm very excited to announce that we are giving away three Fun Factory Fun Cup Explore Kits. These are made in Germany out of body-safe silicone. It's a 100% vegan product, and it comes with two menstrual cups in the kit. It's a size A and B. These are perfect for teenage girls. If you'd like a chance to enter to win one of these Fun Cup Explore Kits menstrual cups, please go to HolisticSexEdRadio.com and click on the giveaway link at the top of the page and enter your name for a chance to win. To kick off our series today, we have Barbara Hanalora joining us. I really admire her work and I'm thrilled to have her on the show today. She is an author, speaker, and mentor. She loves helping women reconnect to the rhythms of nature as a way of feminine power. Many years ago, Barbara realized women were entirely missing the gifts our cycle have for us. In her award-winning book, The Moon and You, A Woman's Guide to an Easier Monthly Cycle, Barbara is helping to create a new paradigm around menstruation. She created the Mother's Moon Kit to help mothers prepare for their daughter's coming of age. She also hosts a four-month menopause circle, which meets weekly online. Barbara is doing so much for women as they go through these times of transition, puberty, and menopause. Thank you so much, Barbara, for the work that you do. I'm really excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here, Robin. Thank you for having me. So how did you get started in talking to moms about a girl's coming of age? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I, I I was really fortunate... I don't even know where to begin because, you know, it starts long ago with my interest just in the natural world and then understanding that there was a whole different way of, of approaching the menstrual cycle that had been common among um, earlier cultures around the world. And so I really started looking into that. And then uh, in, in the early 90s, I was taking an expressive arts training up near Santa Rosa, California, and I met Tamara Slayton, who really was deeply into this work, mainly through the Waldorf schools, and she was uh, teaching the whole spectrum of coming of age and women's cycles and menopause. And so mm-hmm. I was really fortunate to be able to spend time with her and help her with some of her workshops. And uh, so I dove in and created um, material for all three of those phases of a woman's life and and then life kind of 
there were some intervening years there where life kind of happened. But mm-hmm. now, especially since the completion of my book, I've I've been able to to bring forth um, this work again for moms and and um, women's cycles and menopause. But you know, when I just when I realized what a difference it makes for women to have this this more respectful. Uh, understanding of our own cycles and I realized what a difference it makes for us if we don't have that understanding I really wanted to share it and and, you know a lot of moms don't know what to say to their girls and I figure it's because they didn't they have nothing to to draw from when they look back at how they were introduced to coming of age so I just really wanted to step in and do what I could (laughs) to help yeah it's so true I mean my mom I mean, we sat down, we had the quote-unquote talk. It was largely about menstruation. And, you know, she told me what to do with pads. She told me about tampons and all these sort of things. But there was really no information about, like, how the body works or why this is or or any sense of appreciation for the female body and the power of creati- creativity that comes, you know, as part of being a woman. And when I was a little bit older in my 20s, um, actually, like turning 19, 20, I just, well, I discovered that I didn't, I really had no education or understanding about how my body worked. And really, this discovery came about when I was trying to get off the pill and realized I didn't know how to protect myself. And then when I discovered fertility awareness, I discovered a book, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that just, you know, told me about how my body was doing all these different things, the cycle that it was going through. And it just literally blew my mind. I was like, wow, this stuff is amazing. You know, like every young woman needs to grow up learning and understanding and appreciating her body because it really gave me a whole new level of appreciation for my body and cycle and a whole new level of respect. And I think that that was these discoveries for me personally were like pivotal in my life. Like this is my work now, you know, these are one of the many things that pushed me on my journey. And like you, I wanted to share. And so mm-hmm. I'm really grateful that you're doing this work with moms. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, when you, it's just amazing when you look at modern culture, which has completely uh, disassociated itself from the rhythms of nature and therefore from the rhythms of women's bodies, it sees no use to any of it and encourages us to just ignore and resent our bodies as, as much as possible, the, the natural rhythms of our bodies mm-hmm. with the menstrual cycle. And as you say, when, when I realized we've been told nothing good about menstruation, right. except you know, it's kind of a joke that, oh, well, it means I'm not pregnant, haha. But that's the only positive thing. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no wonder we have a hard time with it. You mm-hmm. can just imagine when you don't hear anything good about something. And so... To start to realize just the miraculous aspect of this rhythm of nature that happens all month. And again, that's where I go back to the connection to nature where I just find that to be so profound and so valuable because when you understand that our own monthly rhythm is like the rhythm of the moon or the seasons, it gives us, you know, we can be curious, well, what does that mean? And it also gives us this connection to something more eternal Mm-hmm. And of course, we love nature, so it helps us to feel connected to something bigger and something kind of predictable and reliable. So as you say, we get this respect for our bodies that 
I mean, that sets us up for health rather than for trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really does. And when you approach your body as a temple, as a place that's sacred, then you're more likely to be mindful of what you're eating. You're more conscious of maybe who you you know, form relationships to. And as you know, of course, I know we're talking about younger girls at the moment, but as they get older, you know, like who you invite into your bed, you know, invite, you know, having sex in, you know, invite into your body, you know. And so, yeah, I think it really helps to elevate your standards, really, you know. Put it to elevate your standards, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you were speaking of fertile the the fertility the fertile flow and how fascinating that is and you know it's it's amazing that i i don't know maybe the majority of of girls and women don't know what their fertile flow is right. uh, there's the menstrual flow at the menstrual time and then there's the fertile flow which is the clear fluid at ovulation and so many women think of that as just a discharge which implies that there's something wrong with it and um it it's actually this miraculous thing that facilitates conception. So that's where you need to learn your responsibility around your fertile time because that, that fertile flow, that clear fluid, um, it has a different consistency to it. If you put it between your fingers, it'll form these long threads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those actually facilitate the sperm swimming up through the cervix. And um, and it also feeds them. So it's just yes. this, ideal, this ideal environment for sperm. And, and so, there's just so many aspects to this. Like you understand there's nothing wrong with you when you see that. You understand what it is. If you're trying to get pregnant, you know that, you know, it's time to, to jump into bed with your sweetie if, if you mm-hmm. see this fertile flow and and alternately it's time to really take precaution if um, if you don't want to get pregnant and so for girls and women to start viewing the rhythm as an entire month it becomes so fascinating and again I love relating it to the rhythm of the moon where you have this um, where the the full moon is completely different than the dark moon energetically mm-hmm. tell by looking at it and so you've got two months of, of growing light to where then you have this full moon that's very radiant and focused outward and that's associated with ovulation um, in this model and so that's when you're fertile so that's when you're also going to be more social kind of engaged mm-hmm. with your community estrogen is at its peak and you're going to yes. be very appealing and then everything starts to change and the whole cycle shifts downward toward the waning light. And that's the part we don't know what to do with because our culture encourages us to be always animated and available and, and active. And yet there's this time when we're not inspired to be so social and we may still be very busy. It might be more of a, a season of completion, but maybe not so social, maybe not quite so patient and agreeable either right right uh-huh and you know there's a place for that where it's it, there's a time when you can just be more for yourself mm-hmm. you know take mm-hmm. yourself away and and um have a little bit of withdrawal time and that's such a special time for renewal but when you start to look at the whole month that way and realize how different each phase really is you can learn to work with that. And so this is, you know, I'm talking now about the more energetic level rather than the physical level, but mm-hmm. it becomes so fascinating and so reassuring for women and girls to understand how to anticipate 
the weeks ahead rather than just expecting yourself to be always the same. And when you look at nature, that's not how anything works. Yeah, it's so true. There's like a spiral of life. Yeah. And I love what you said too about the fertile flow, like the, that being the second flow of the month. That I just love that. That's a really cool. Um, I'm going to adopt that fertile flow. I know. It's so much nicer to say than discharge, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, because you're right. I mean, it makes you feel like there's something wrong. And, and the sad thing is, is for the majority of women who don't understand their cycle, when the fertile fluids are, you know, building and changing and this sort of thing. They think that, oh, I have a yeast infection and, you know, maybe reach for the monostat. And it's like, actually, that's not true. You know, it's like you, this is part of your normal natural cycle. And that was just one of the things that I really appreciated when I started discovering this aspect of my cycle is that um, you mentioned uh, Tamara Slater and my first book about menstruation was um, by Kisma Stepanich and it was Sister Moon Lodge. I went and got it on a, on Amazon the, a couple of weeks ago because I was like, you know, I don't know what happened to that book. I think I loaned it to somebody and never Aww. got it back. And I was like, you know, that was such a a pivotal book for me because it really helped me understand that the hormones impact how you feel. You know, like you mentioned estrogen and around ovulation, how we tend to be more outgoing and, you know, our energy is different. And then, whereas when we're going towards menstruation, you know, or towards the dark phase of the moon, how our energy contracts, where we may be more introspective and spend time alone and how it was okay to like go with that flow and, know that there was that ebb and flow of the cycle and the motions and how you feel the energy levels and that sort of thing. And it was really just, it was, it was life-changing for me. Like it was really eye-opening. And so I appreciated that. And I unfortunately never got a chance to um, do any work with Tamara. Um, Mm -hmm. She, she, yeah, I think she passed away. I think she had breast cancer. I think it was, I don't remember. She passed mm-hmm. away at age 53. I was a few years younger than yeah. she was. And yeah. I quickly surpassed the age she was when she died. And, of course, that age seems younger and younger the older you get. Yeah, but doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Really left a legacy. Uh, I'm just so glad to have known her, yeah. Yeah, she definitely impacted a lot of people. And, you know, a lot of the things that I discovered early on, you know, came from her. Yeah. So we are going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back... We are going to talk about how to talk to your daughter about her first period. (laughs) All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. 
Dr. James Stentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are, at home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. So we're back. Barbara, can you talk a little bit about how can moms approach this conversation with their daughters? Let's say, you know, they have a daughter that's maybe eight, nine years old, and they're ready to have that conversation about menstruation. How can they get started? Like, what can they say to help their daughter um, cultivate an appreciation for her body and her cycle and all the changes that she's going to go through. So. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's such a wonderful question. And I know, I know a lot of moms really struggle with this and I, I think it's because they, they, uh, as we said, they have so little to draw on if, from their own history and they want it to be a comfortable conversation. They want their daughter to get off on it to it on a good beginning. And so they often don't know where to begin. And that's why I think connecting it to the rhythms of the moon is so valuable because girls love the moon and and we can start that conversation very young. And when I developed my mother's moon kit, I first wrote a booklet called How to Celebrate Your Daughter's Coming of Age to try to just grab all the ideas I could about how to talk to your daughter, how to um, different types of conversations, gifts, activities, and just bringing the moon into the conversation. You can start quite young and just start observing the moon with her. And, you know, you have to learn that the moon has these phases and that they're predictable and observe the full moon and also observe the new moon and just also the the dark moon, which I think is such a, it's a powerful time before the new moon. The moon at that darkest point is, is like the full retreat into stillness and that pause before the new cycle begins, which I associate that phase with the menstrual time itself, which is sort of a, a pause and retreat time for women. Mm-hmm. What is, ooh, the moon is really waning now, and then there's the new moon, but the, that dark time also is, is valuable. So when we just, we observe those four phases of the moon, we also relate it to the seasons of the year. Mm-hmm. We start that conversation very young. And, and so... Um, when I developed the Mother's Moon Kit, um, I wrote the booklet, and then I developed the kit. The booklet is part of the kit, and I just have lots of activities and ideas for how you can um, have these conversations with your girl. It's funny because the page on my website that shows the kit has a couple of pictures of girls that are quite young, and I'm thinking, well, gee, they look like they're about five, but then I thought, well, that's okay because I want moms to, you know, it just kind of helps to understand that this conversation can start young. And another aspect of this is that 
you don't even though of course the menstrual cycle has to do with reproduction you don't have to have the conversation all at once you don't have to include sex in the conversation about menstruation and i know like you know one of your other guests talked about with how to talk to your children about sex you, you can break it down into these small comfortable conversations and with menstruation there's there's the biology as to what happens internally and then there's also just the external things of what's going to happen what how is it going to feel and even the fact that it happens every month not just once you know unless you tell girls that they may not know and um I like to encourage moms to have two gift baskets and to give your daughter a basket of things to prepare her so, so she'll be prepared when she gets her first period. She can have her, her um, a little book. I have a couple suggestions for little books to tell them what's going to happen and, and then to have little pads or whatever that they're going to use, the things they can carry with them and that they can investigate so they feel ready and then um i don't have a daughter but i i was a mentor for many years with a girl and so um when she was around that age i told her well i'm i'm preparing this special gift box for you and i'm putting Mm -hmm. things in it so that when you get your first period um we're going to have a a special get together and i i will really love to give this to you and I was sort of hoping she would tell me when she got her first period. Right. We, uh-huh, uh-huh. we had spent a lot of time together and she knew I was all about this and she knew I had written my book and everything. And she didn't tell me, you know, which is no big surprise. But when it became obvious to me that she must have gotten her period, I just said, well, you know, I think, I think coming up this, this, um, this next month will be a good time for us to, to I want to, I want to give you this box. And so uh, I had put in it, just pretty things. You know, I love bringing the concept of beauty to the experience of menstruation because it it doesn't get that in modern culture. And like you said, it's what we do here is mostly clinical. Just, you know, this is what's happening with your ovaries Mm -hmm. and your uterus and here's how to deal with it and basically here's how to hide it. Right. Those are the messages we get. So rather uh, than that, I want to bring beauty to it and the significance of being a rhythm of nature and the beauty of having when you give this box to your daughter and this is something of course moms can do for themselves too and i want to mention that this mother's moon kit is a lot for the mom telling the mom you know let's take another look at your own cycle and what you can do for yourself to improve Mm -hmm. your own menstrual experience and let's take a look at your own coming of age and what was it like for you as a girl so the mom can have her special box that she brings out for herself. Um, this is a box that you open just at your menstrual time, and it's got all sorts of pretty special things in it. And mm-hmm. I knew about this idea, but when my friend Michelle brought out the box that she had created for herself and set it on the table and opened the lid, whoa, you know, it was like Christmas. I was, it was just fascinating. And I looked in there, there was just red towels and journals and mugs and tea and candles and it's just beautiful. And if mm-hmm. you have something like that that you just bring out for yourself once a month, and you can actually, this is wonderful, you can actually start looking forward to your menstrual period. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so if your daughter knows you have a box and then you start filling one up for her and tell her, ooh, you're, you know, you're going to get this when it's your time. So I put pretty things in there for her. I put a couple cute little dolls because she liked pretty dolls and I wrote her two cards, um, one kind of 
more general about the significance of this time. And I also wrote her a card about her and what I, the qualities I saw in her, what I envisioned for her, my hopes for her. And um, in, in the, um, the Mother's Moon Kit, I have, I, I kind of list that day, what, what I did for her, what that day was like. I think I put what I wrote in the cards also kind of as an idea for moms. And I also put another thing that, that uh, my friend and I, my same friend, Michelle, that brought out that box and put it on the table. She's been all about this for many years. And she, her daughter was age 10 and had gotten a very, very bad, you know how it goes, you know, <laughs> no matter what the moms and parents try to do, the kids are going to have their own experience. And mm-hmm. her daughter had gotten a very bad impression of the menstrual cycle. She had somehow at a friend's house seen the movie Carrie, which is all about sort of really bloody, horrible associations with first menstruation. And the girl was just horrified, didn't want to have anything to do with menstruation ever. And mm. her, her mom was appalled. Oh, no, what are we going to do? And so, right. <laughs> and so we, we came up with the idea of getting together with her daughter once a month and having tea and cookies and talking about menstrual cycle. And so we got together and we kind of went along the, the, um, the sequence that I do in my women's classes and in my book, I have these calendars, calendar pages that you can print out. And so we printed out a calendar page and glued it to bigger paper and decorated around the border and talked about the, um, the rhythms of the moon and how the rhythms of women associate with that and how, you know, if you're not getting your period yet, you can, you can track the moon and, and mark the moon cycle, start keeping track of that. And within one month, I think after that very first session, um, Samantha's attitude changed and shifted, and she became more confident and more kind of proud and anticipating her um, her first period with a lot more sense of security rather than mm-hmm. dread. And so it was pretty wonderful how quickly that shifted for her. And then we had a fun year of continuing to meet and talk about different aspects of it. Yeah, and we did, a, nice. you know, like I always do, I'm... I'm an expressive arts facilitator and I always try to bring creativity into it. So somebody has a chance to draw, doesn't matter what it looks like. It's just a really fun way to express things in a different way. Mm -hmm. That's great. And I really love the idea of, of having that monthly get together for tea. I mean, that's, it might, I have a friend who does something similar, like she'll take her girls out camping. This is, I love that this is what you're talking about is monthly because what she's doing is just like an annual camping trip. And like, she just takes one of her daughters out at a time. So she has private time with each of them. And then, you know, they just spend, you know, the, the, the day hiking and talking and processing and asking questions and talking more. And the girls have come to look forward to it. And so it's really nice how, like when you set up this, this expectation of this mom daughter time, um, to talk about these things that the girls actually, they do get into it and they appreciate it. They might be a little resistant at first and like, oh, I don't know what this is about. <laughs> and I'm feeling a little nervous, you know, because this is, we haven't been doing this kind of thing. But I think it's just, it's really beautiful to have that time, especially on a monthly basis or on a regular basis where you can have the space for those conversations because we get so busy, you know, it's really hard to just sit down and create that time and space to have that dialogue. And sometimes these things aren't easy to talk about. And 
So, you know, being that reliable, dependable, you know, like, okay, we're going out for tea, you know, whatever. And I think that's really beautiful. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about this some more. Today's episode is brought to you by Good Vibrations and Fun Factory. We are giving away three fun cup menstrual cups. This is the perfect cup for a young woman. If you have a daughter who is currently using tampons or pads, she may love this menstrual cup. It is super cute. It is There's a blue one and a pink one. It comes with two different sizes. There is, it's a 100% vegan product. It is body safe silicone and waterproof. So this is a great alternative to tampons, for example. Please go to holisticsexedradio.com and enter your name for a chance to win. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you dreaming about blissful retirement? Retirement could mean living another 30 years past the last day of work. Many women worry about retirement and financial security more than many other aspects of their career. Join Maria Lucasen for Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. This show will answer questions about resources, ideas, and assurances about life in retirement. Join in on the conversations every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Many people don't like to talk about death, but like it or not, it's going to happen to you, me, your loved ones, and everyone. It's best to ask the important questions sooner than later. That's where inspiring end-of-life conversations with host Nina Impala can help. We cover all of the important questions, including aging loved ones, cancer, losing a child, hospice, pets, and messages left by our loved ones. Tune in Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. And we're back. So, Barbara, I was just thinking about your box and the things that you're putting in the box. And I love the idea that you have red towels in there. I got, like, these beautiful, soft, maroon towels for myself. Um, I think I was in my 20s when I did this. And... Those towels have been amazing. You know, I use them all the time, you know, because when you're, when you're bleeding, you're bleeding. And if you're using white towels, it's like you get your towels all yucky. And then you're like, you're staining your towels and you're like, oh, you know, or you're trying not to stain your towels and whatever. But yeah, just having red towels was just so huge. And I know, you know, my, my niece, she's 12 years old right now and her period is a little unpredictable. And so I think, Like giving a girl like red towels, red sheets, 
things like that, maybe even red underwear, you know, so that you can have these accidents sometimes and and not ruin your your fabrics and that sort of thing because i mean it's i don't know i was embarrassed to like send my red stained underwear to laundry you know kind of thing where your mom is gonna see it and (laughs) you know or if you have siblings who do you know laundry for you know as part of their household chores and so Mm -hmm. i really just love that idea um what other kinds of things do you put in the box I want to say something about the color red. You know, yeah, I look yeah, at, there's, a, there's a book called the, the Women's Encyclopedia of Myths and Secrets by Barbara Walker. And the entries for menstruation and moon are the largest entries in the whole book because there's so much information. And it's just fascinating to know that when you go far enough back in human history, all the words associated with menstruation are positive. And they have things to do like with calendar and timekeeping and also with power and royalty because that color red has always been associated with power. Mm. And, um, you know, the taboos that have, you know, things have been kind of twisted in more recent times to where there's these taboos that are negative about menstruation, but they're all associated with power. Like if you're going to look at a cow and its milk is going to go sour, well, that's pretty powerful. You know, that, that kind of power would be would be kind of neat to have at certain times. So anyway, it's just, it's just nice to mm-hmm. be able to, like you say, with all these red things to have a sense of sort of pride because that when you look at that color red and that's mm-hmm. just a really proud, powerful color. So yeah, to kind of surround yourself with red during your period is a really neat thing to do. Yeah, and it can be... It can be a signal to others too. Like if you wanted, like some people will bring this menstrual energy like really into their lives and like they'll try to live in harmony with their cycle, you know, like so when they're in their fertile phase, they'll be more outgoing and plan, you know, events or going out. Whereas they're in their, you know, their downward cycle, their, their quiet time, then they'll, you know, be more introspective. And, and, and Mm -hmm. speaking of that, when I'm, when I was back when I was menstruating, which I'm not anymore, but when I was menstruating, I would, my first day of my cycle would be like a special day. And I would sit down and I would like do my charts and look over my previous cycle and figure out like when I was fertile, because when you doing the the retrospective, it's easy to figure out when you ovulated. And especially if you chart your cycle and you have all of the, you know, your signs and symptoms that are going. So it can be, it's kind of like a fun science experiment kind of, you know, and you get to learn so much about your body, but and here you are learning about yourself, you know, giving yourself that attention. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. And so, it, like you said, surrounding yourself in red, you know, that could let your family know that you're bleeding right now. And that can be like a, an unspoken, maybe you say it once or something. It's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on red when I'm bleeding. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. change my sheets and they're going to be red sheets. I'm going to break, break out my red towels, you know, these kinds mm-hmm. of things. And that, you know, can be a sign for parents or partners that you know okay this you know this person is bleeding right now and so I'm going to be extra kind to her I'm going to you know love on her a little bit more and you know so it can really just you can bring that energy in and you can work with it and play with it in that way and I think it's really really um, useful and especially for young girls to grow up that way I think it's really yeah, oh, you cool. see your mom doing that. That's 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 a that's a powerful sign that of her kind of owning owning this whole this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
you were asking what else, you know, for, for the kit, um, things like, or for the box, things like a, a journal and a special pen and a mug, ideally red, with some tea already in it, you know, mm-hmm. the three common tea, you know, Susan Weed, one of your guests, I remember from her uh, books that three of the, the common teas for women's um, overall cyclic health that can be consumed you know more readily every day let me see be red clover raspberry and nettle would be the three and um so something like that and could already be in your box and uh pretty objects that remind you of the feminine or of goddesses or of the moon and you know a special bracelet something to wear like you said red underwear mm-hmm. um and uh maybe a poem that you want to read you know could have sort of sort of a personal ritual if you light a candle of course i know young girls aren't going to be lighting candles on their own but um perhaps a passage or a poem that you want to read aloud to yourself each month and that becomes sort of a personal ritual that you're going to do each month is to just read this aloud some women do that all sorts of things you can put in there yeah that's really fun mm-hmm. and i was just thinking too flowers are are kind of nice too when you're just a nice gesture i don't know just mm-hmm. it popped into my mind as you were just finishing up your list there and i was like oh flowers mm-hmm. i don't know fresh flowers planted flowers wouldn't that be flowery nice? things I yeah flowery things what a yeah. nice rose essence that you could just spray in the air oh yeah yeah that would be really nice yeah that's kind of goddessy and special Yes, I love that. I want to mention that I also, I'm just so happy that I now have these two kits available. You know, one is the Mother's Moon Kit, which I I said is is just as much for moms as it is for Mm -hmm. girls. I've also created a gift kit to go along with my book because I did write a book called uh, The Moon and You, A Woman's Guide to an Easier Monthly Cycle. And um, I have incorporated that into a nice box. So the, the Mother's Moon Kit is a downloadable resource. It's all online. It's articles and activities that you can uh, download. But the kit that goes with the actual physical book is a physical thing in a box that I mm-hmm. can mail to people. And so it's got the book. It's got um, the materials for a ritual bath. So it's got mm. the bath salts and the candle. And then it's got a bit of tea and chocolate. And it has a nice laminated bag. I've incorporated some of my own art into that, mm-hmm. which is fun. I've started doing that. And nice. So there's a nice laminated uh, bath card that kind of tells you the steps of how to do a ritual bath and some affirmations you can say to yourself. And uh, it. speaking of red, I've got a big, you know, three-foot square piece of red chiffon in the box that you can just drape over your shoulders or drape over a table to have the immediate set to set the mood immediately of mm-hmm. um, of that with that red environment and i also for both kits i have now included a year-long series of self-care emails that a woman will receive once a month with lots more ideas for self-care so it's just so fun i'm so happy that i have those available um and that in that in that book kit i do have um the red chiffon and, and, you know, things that you could start to create this, this monthly box that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. And so, and so you have the box, the the kit for girls or no, it's just for moms, right? You don't have a box for girls or do you have a box for girls too? That box could be for girls. I mean, the book, my book, 
uh, The Moon and You is written for women, but there's nothing in there that a girl couldn't read and enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. So it could easily be for her when she starts her period, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, and speaking of teas, too, another uh, tea that, I just wanted to mention too, as you rattled off your list, uh, Susan Ween mentioned that catnip is a really good one for, for mm-hmm. girls who are getting oh. their period too. So uh, if, if anybody's out there taking notes, I just add that one to your mm-hmm. list too. Yeah. Um, you listen back and, and look back at her book and see what she says about that. Well, and then it's the mint family. So it's going to be, you know, relaxing, smooth, uh, soothing. And, and I know from personal experience, it actually tastes pretty good too. So, um, you know, flavor, I think, is probably especially important, you know, when you're dealing with kids, yeah. you know, that they want it to taste good. And so, I don't know, I think like a raspberry catnip tea, that could be really tasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be really tasty. Well, um, a couple other aspects of this are, um, you know, moms can so much want to do something special for their daughters, and their daughters may want to have nothing to do with it when it comes right. to <laughs> and so I just I just want to reassure moms that, that that's one reason why this Mother's Moon Kid is so much for yourself as well as your daughter because everything you do for yourself is going to benefit your daughter regardless of what you're able to do for her or not. And so when you are able to review your own experience with your monthly cycle and spend some time with that, review your own coming of age, that is huge. If you can go back to your own coming of age, give yourself, I have a whole class about this, which is just fantastic. And it's, it's so wonderful for moms. If any of your listeners are ever interested, I pretty much do it according to interest, but it's a Mm -hmm. five week class. We take five weeks with this. This is the, the fifth chapter of my book is all about coming of age and reviewing your own coming of age and Develop this five-week class about that because, you know, there's a lot to it. You go back to your own inner girl and you let her tell you her story. Mm. So she's able to tell you what her coming of age was like. And probably more often than not, she was pretty much on her own with nobody to talk to and not a lot of, of understanding there. And so you're able to be a compassionate witness. You're able to be that, um, that loving adult to not only listen to her and let her tell the story and then give her some compassionate feedback that you hear her and understand what that was like for her. So that's step one. And then step two is to rewrite your story and make it however you want and make it as flamboyant and over the top as you want with what you wish you had gotten, what you wish people had said, you know, give yourself a parade if you want to. Right. Uh-huh. Make it fantastic. And the, the wonderful kind of magical thing about that is that once you create an alternate memory in your imagination, it lives within you alongside the way it really happened. And mm-hmm. so it sort of softens the edges of what might have been a difficult time for you. And you have that sort of alternative story to draw on. And, I, you know, I've done that a couple of times with myself to sort of rewrite different, just different, put a little rewritten story in there. And it's always sort of thrilling to... Um, remember one of my stories was you know, this, this wonderful goddess came flying and met me in the treehouse at night and we had this great conversation and, you know, and I can just I can just I just kind of stand a little taller when I think of that story that I that I just created and sort of put into my memory banks it's 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 pretty 
it's pretty amazing to do that for yourself. Yeah. And the third part is to actually give yourself a ceremony to take the time. It's so fun when women do this. Deck, uh, you know, we're going to plan ahead to decorate yourself, decorate your room, have some written things to say to yourself, and go through this this ceremony. Um, that's that's again an incredible thing to do. So. I give moms the steps if they want to do this for themselves. Uh, It's in the Mother's Moon Kit. And like I said, I also have a class where we can do it together. And so when moms do all of these things, you're going to shift so much your own attitude toward your menstrual cycle. And it's going to show, regardless of your daughter, um, what she's able to accept at any certain time. And there's lots of different ways you can celebrate your daughter, even something as simple as buying her red earrings or giving Mm -hmm. her a card and and some girls will also be interested in doing something a little more elaborate yeah and actually i would like to uh, talk about a little bit about celebrating um your daughter's first menstruation when we come back from this commercial break great (laughs) all right hey it's robin here i really love the idea of giving girls gifts around menstruation these could be given either before or when she gets her first period or if you miss that boat no worries it's never too late you could give her a beautiful box or basket that contains things like menstrual supplies books about menstruations and special little trinkets rune sheets and towels can give her peace of mind you could give her period underwear or a menstrual cup so that she can use an environmentally friendly safe non-toxic alternative to menstrual pads and tampons To that end, I'm really excited to announce that we are giving away three menstrual cup kits. These are perfect for young women and provide a much nicer way of taking care of your monthly flow. Go to HolisticSexEdRadio.com and click on giveaways at the top of the page to enter your name for a chance to win. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Many people don't like to talk about death, but like it or not, it's going to happen to you, me, your loved ones, and everyone. It's best to ask the important questions sooner than later. That's where inspiring end-of-life conversations with host Nina Impala can help. We cover all of the important questions, including aging loved ones, cancer, losing a child, hospice, pets, and messages left by our loved ones. Tune in Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. And we're back. So Barbara, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what can moms do to help their daughter celebrate their coming of age? One thing I have um, for moms to do for themselves is to treat, for a mom to treat her next menstrual period as if it's her first and give herself a nice bath with rose petals and candles and maybe some scented oils like we talked about. So, you know, if your daughter's willing, you could, you could set up a special bath for her that just, you just feel so indulgent and like a goddess and, you know, have a special red towel to wrap around her when she steps out and, Make that what you what you want to do in some way is create a memory that that is associated with beauty, and so that special bath is wonderful. Anything red, even red jelly beans, you know, cherries, red juice, something red is is very memorable. Have a special red party if she's open to having a couple people, uh, friends. You could have a party with red food. Um, or, or like I said, giving her some kind of red gift, earrings or a bracelet. And, uh, and then, you know, more elaborate things like, like actually having a gathering. But you just, you look at your family traditions and at her personality and just, and you can talk to her about it. And like, like we said, let her know that the special gift box is going to come out. To mm-hmm. give her. So there, there are a lot of different sort of different ways you can approach it. But the main thing is to create a memory of, of that you're pausing to make this moment special. Yeah, I really love that. That whole create a memory, I think, is amazing because I don't really remember my first period. Like, I'm sure it was like, oh, okay, this is what mom was talking about. Go to the bathroom, get the pads, and continue on with life. I don't think I told anybody, you know, kind of thing. And um, yeah, so I love that idea of, you know, pausing to make a memory out of it. And I think, you know, I think it's really great, too, to ask her, you know, before she gets her period, like, how would you like to celebrate it? You know, mm-hmm. would you like to invite a few friends over? Would you like to go out for tea? You know, would you like to do something special mm-hmm. and, you know, get her input? Because it's true, you know, like, this is, this marks, you know, big transition in her life. You know, she's, she's into puberty, you know, she's become a woman now, you know, her body's mm-hmm. changing. So I think it's really I think it's powerful to give her input into the conversation too. Gosh, it is. And yeah, just the way you put that, it's such a profound change. And she's, she's becoming a young woman, you know, whether ready or not. Right. And mm-hmm. may not be able to relate to it all at age 11 or whatever, but, or even eight. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it happens really young. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think starting these conversations young and relating it to the moon, you know, can be, so reassuring to girls and um, you know, could even when she gets her first period, talk about the moon and go out and look at the moon. And especially when the moon is full, because you know, they say the moon is a woman's friend. I love that. The moon mm-hmm. is a woman's friend because of that beautiful rhythm that we share. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the moon is often referred to as a sister or grandmother mm-hmm. and you know, so there's definitely a feminine association with the moon for sure. 
you know, somewhere along the way, Tamara Slayton used to say that, I don't know which culture, which tradition this was, but it was, the idea was that when a girl uh, begins her menstrual cycle, she becomes a queen mm. because she steps into the authority uh, the, and the responsibility that comes with uh, her, her, uh, her fertility. And uh, when I tell girls that, well, you know, you know, when you, when you get your first menstrual cycle, you, you become a queen. And, oh, again, they, their stature kind of lifts. Right. Up. Yeah, it really does. It's like, yeah. oh, I felt it too when you said that. You know, it's like, oh, it does kind of like elevate you energetically to think that. That's right. And when I am able to work with girls, again, it's not always easy to get the girls together. It's sometimes easier to get together with the moms. But when I am able to work with girls, uh, they make crowns themselves they make a crown mm-hmm. they get crowned that day by their moms and then they can take that home and when they get if they haven't gotten their first period already then then they can get crowned again at home when right. they get their first period and another thing that's I don't remember where this tradition came from but if a girl hasn't gotten her first period yet you can give her um, an artificial red rose and then she can come and give it to the mom when she gets her first period, which kind of helps with the awkwardness of having to say something. Like she could just hand her mom that rose and mm-hmm. that can be a signal like, oh my gosh, you got your period. Right. Yeah. I love that. So just to, anything to make it easier to communicate yeah. something like that, especially if, you know, we all have different personalities and some of us are more reserved, some of us are more outgoing. And especially if you have a child that's more reserved and, a little hesitant to say something so personal, you know, like, oh, I just got my period or whatever. And so I love the idea of like having that rose that you can just like leave it on your mom's bed, you know, whatever, you know, (laughs) go hand it to her, whatever, you know, however you're most comfortable, whatever's good. And Mm -hmm. just have that way of communicating like, oh, guess what? I'm ready for the box now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know my niece loves to receive little gifts and things like that. So I think um, a little box like that would be really attractive for her. And and I know that, you know, her mom and dad don't celebrate menstruation in that way. And she lives far away from me, unfortunately. So I don't get to see her as often as I like. But I'm always sending her like little books or she asked me to send her tampons, you know, not that long ago. And I'm like, okay, that's I'm totally happy to do that. And so I can't wait to look through your your free gift, which we have for everybody, how to celebrate your daughter's coming of age. And I actually, I'm going to send her just a little care package, you know, out of the blue. Like, here's here's some goodies just to celebrate you because you're so amazing. And, you know, so yeah, I am really excited to, uh, to check that out. So can you tell everybody a little bit about your free gift, how to celebrate your daughter's coming of age? Yeah, my free gift is the booklet I wrote. It was the first thing I wrote uh, many years ago, How to Celebrate Your Daughter's Coming of Age with 90 Caring, Creative, and Practical Tips, I think is the full title. And it's it's a long, thin book that would fit in a business envelope. It, I mean, it started out as a, you know, a... a um, a paper booklet mm-hmm. and it's, it's also a PDF. And so my, my free gift to everyone is the PDF of the booklet. Um, that booklet has now been incorporated into the mother's moon kit. Mm-hmm. And so I want to give um, our listeners when, when they get their PDF of the booklet, they'll also get a, a 20% discount on the mother's moon kit. So they'll be able to, 
if they look at the moon kit and decide they want it, they'll have a code that they can put in for 20% off. Awesome. Yeah, that's, I, that's great. I hope that, I hope that moms will take advantage of that. And yeah, I love that. Well, and you know, self-care is so important and we are the role models for our children. And if we don't bother to stop and take time to take care of ourselves, then, you know, that's the example that we're setting for our kids, you know, mm-hmm. My dad was a workaholic. I think I've got a little bit of that going too. <laughs> and, you know, and, and so all of these things rub off on us. You know, we do it unconsciously. You know, it's like, I don't want to be a workaholic, but, you know, I seem to do it anyway, you know. And so it's really like that conscious be awareness to help shift, shift those patterns. And so I love that, you know, we, we're changing the conversation around menstruation and helping girls to celebrate and appreciate what's happening to them. Because when I was growing up, you know, we had in the 80s, we had the movies, you know, you're on the rag, aren't flow, you know, just really not positive messages. And so I'm glad that that's changed. And we have a lot more positive messaging around our bodies and fertility and menstruation. We're we're doing our best to create that, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Barbara. I appreciate your time and being with us today. It's really great talking to you. I just love this, Robin. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you next week. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today. While these conversations may be difficult at times, the rewards are well worth it. We have the power to change the world by what we teach our kids. Join host Robin LaCrosse next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another thought-provoking conversation. Thank you and have a beautiful day.